I'm Kathy Werzer. This is Minnesota Today from NPR News. It's March the 3rd. Thankfully, we've made it to Friday. It feels like we've run a marathon and we'll cross the finish line later today. The weather will be decent today before another storm pulls into the region. I'll have details in a few. All that rain and snow we've had has cut into drought conditions across Minnesota. The amount of dry soil continues to recede thanks to plentiful snow and even some heavy rain. This week's U.S. Drought Monitor update shows about 57% of Minnesota is considered abnormally dry or in drought. That's mostly in the western half of the state. That's down a few percentage points from last week and down from 71% at the start of the year. And even where drought conditions remain, they're becoming less severe. For the first time since last July, no portion of Minnesota is considered to be in severe drought. Today's signing of a new law restoring voting rights to Minnesotans with felony records shifts the discussion to making them aware of the change. At least 50,000 people currently restricted will be automatically afforded the right to vote. They had previously been ineligible because of unfinished parole or probation. DFL Secretary of State Steve Simon says now it'll be clear that voting rights return when a person leaves jail or prison. It's a clean, bright line rule, so there's actually less than meets the eye when it comes to implementing and administering this. Simon believes there are thousands more past felons who could have voted but were fearful of breaking the law. His office is working with the Department of Corrections to inform those affected. The Minnesota Senate has passed a bill that imposes new criminal penalties around catalytic converter theft. The Senate bill has to be matched up with a slightly different House version before it goes to the governor for his signature. The bill gives authorities more ability to arrest people caught with emissions devices that can't be traced to a vehicle. And scrap metal dealers could face penalties if they buy stolen converters. The converters are attractive to thieves because they contain valuable metals and can be sawed off cars in a matter of minutes. The mayors of Minneapolis and St. Paul and Minnesota's Attorney General want the automakers Kia and Hyundai to recall and refit vehicles that don't have anti-theft devices. Matt Sepik explains. Many Kia and Hyundai models are easy to start without a key because they lack electronic immobilizers that have been standard on most vehicles for two decades. In a letter to the automakers, St. Paul and Minneapolis mayors Melvin Carter and Jacob Fry and Attorney General Keith Ellison urged the companies to recall and upgrade vehicles that lack the equipment. Last year, there were nearly 3,300 reported thefts of Kias and Hyundais in the Twin Cities, a nearly nine-fold increase over 2021. Police say stolen Kia Kias and Hyundais are increasingly involved in serious crashes and violent crimes. The elected officials say recent offers of software upgrades are a step in the right direction, but an immediate recall is needed to curb the thefts. I'm Matt Sepik, Minneapolis. It's been a busy week for law enforcement officers who've had to respond to a number of false reports of violence in Minnesota schools. Yesterday, officers went to two more so-called swatting calls in the Duluth area. Dan Crocker reports. The Carleton County Sheriff's Office received a 911 call reporting injuries due to violence at Esco High School. Then the Duluth Police Department responded to a similar call from Denfeld High School. In both cases, officials quickly determined the threats were false. Denfeld was closed because of a snow day. But law enforcement agencies say swatting calls take up valuable resources and can cause unnecessary panic. They also often result in a large armed response. The Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension says it was notified of at least eight other swatting calls to 911 centers around the state this week, and at least 17 Minnesota schools were targeted with similar fake calls last September. I'm Dan Crocker, Duluth. 
The University of Minnesota is looking for a new head women's basketball coach. After five seasons, Lindsey Whalen has stepped down. Her resignation comes a day after her team lost to Penn State in the first round of the Big Ten tournament. The Gophers were 11-19 and overall this year and had four wins and 14 losses in Big Ten play. At a news conference yesterday, University of Minnesota Athletic Director Mark Coyle said it was a mutually agreed-upon decision. Maybe two, three, four weeks ago, she and I sat down and, and had a long conversation. And uh, in those conversations, we just felt like now was the right time. Lindsay Whalen did not appear at the news conference yesterday, though a second microphone was set up for her. She tweeted later in the day that she was overcome with emotion in the elevator on her way to the press conference and just couldn't attend. In a statement, she said leading the program was an honor of a lifetime, but now is the right time to step aside. The Hutchinson, Minnesota native, played for the Gophers as a student in the early 2000s before joining the WNBA, where she won four championships with the Minnesota Lynx. The Gopher men's basketball team beat Rutgers last night on a last-second shot. Jamison Battle's three-pointer at the buzzer gave the Gophers a 75-74 win, and it snapped a 12-game Minnesota losing streak. The Gophers host Wisconsin in the final game of the regular season this Sunday. Two women's college hockey teams from Minnesota play in the Final Four of the Western Collegiate Hockey Association Tournament this weekend. Third-ranked Gophers face sixth-ranked Wisconsin tonight at Ritter Arena. Seventh-ranked Minnesota Duluth plays top-ranked Ohio State this afternoon. The winners play each other tomorrow, and the winner of that game gets an automatic bid to the NCAA Tournament. The forecast for the day, mostly cloudy, foggy, warmer, highs around the region in the 30s, overnight lows 15 to 21 degrees. Tomorrow, partly sunny skies with a chance of snow in southern Minnesota. Highs will be in the mid-30s. And then Sunday, snow is likely in northern Minnesota and a rain-snow mix likely in southern Minnesota. If you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to mprnews.org, download the news app, you can tell your smart speakers to play NPR News. Or you know what? You could just turn on a radio and listen that way. Hope you have a good weekend. I'm Kathy Warzer.